0: Can I make the point to you that John Giles got this one all wrong, that he went in thinking as a football man like he so often does? Because he is a football man. None of us are football men. Um, He's a football man. He needed to go into this thinking less like a football... Maybe with a director of football head-on as opposed to a football man, you know? Um, Because he looks like what he's... His ultimate plan should have been more of an FAI developmental, you know, role or consultant although there seems to be a lot of consultants on the FBI's book back in the day uh, but the problem with the football man is that he, he you know he, he beats journos and pundits over the head with this football manism but he's, he's not got the sort of I don't know overriding project it's like the football will take care of it the football is going to do the talking and it, it didn't
1: he, he was a man ahead of his time yeah. he, he got the milltown pitch was like a, a billiard uh, table they said, but the problem was every second week they got to play in a cabbage patch down yeah. in Sligo or Waterford. Um, Limerick
0: notably comes up with that a whole lot, I've yeah. Seen a lot of his comments about he, Limerick's
1: pitch. he wanted to develop a, a youth structure at the, at the club, like an academy, you know, like something you would have now. Yeah. Uh, so I think he was just uh, ahead of his time. And, and player managers don't work,
0: yeah. It's hard to think of any um, successful player manager really uh, over the last couple of years. I I even yeah okay fair enough. So that's
1: a, that's that's back in the dream team era yeah. of Shelburne. I think isn't yeah.
0: It? I mentioned Stones and player assistant manager much much earlier no, it in this glazed, podcast. Like glazed over when you
1: it glazed <laughs> over when
0: you when you said that you did or Stones did because you had a bit of a glazed <laughs> over look towards us. <laughs> So John Giles leaves his player manager role at West Brom at the time, having done fairly well with them from what I was reading. Um, got them promoted and then got them up to seventh in the top tier. And I think the reason he supposedly left this role is mainly down to the lack of control. Or he was fed up with a, a lot of the, the board members, which maybe falls into the problem again with this football man, player manager. You do have to take on another persona. You hear a lot of the players uh, talk about this, that they can't go in as blank the player and you know this maybe is, is something that kind of feeds into this problem throughout uh, this project but you can see why this project would have piqued his interest at the time
1: yeah so he he wanted to come back and and play in the league of ireland and and develop a develop a club like i think his he was related by marriage to the kook family um and he brought Players like, so Owen Hand came in, he brought his, his old mate Eamon Dunphy um, back. Dunphy actually won a won an FBI Cup, a, a one, I think it was only uh, one of maybe two things that he, he won do as a player. Do you know what he said about that medal? Uh,
0: go on. Essentially that it meant nothing to him and he chucked it.
1: Well, we'll, we'll <laughs> we might get back to Dunphy. Yeah, we will. And <laughs> uh, you know, like in, in Robert Coggins' book on uh, R- Shamrock Rovers and the Cup, he just talks about how, uh, you know, Giles with the collaboration of Anko, which was a forerunner to FOSS, which is a forerunner to, what's it called now? Something else now anyway, because yeah. they had to rebrand Olympics, Olympic Council of Ireland style uh-huh. or FAI style. Anyway, to, <laughs> they wanted to put in place a similar scheme to the YTS kind of youth programme that you, he would have been, Giles would have been very familiar with in, in the UK. So players like Alan Campbell, Richie Bailey, uh, Mick Savage were all players who kind of came through that. So initially the, the club was, or the team was a mixture of experienced players and and youth players but as it went on those kind of experienced players left and they weren't really replaced and and that was probably a a failure of the system ultimately yeah
0: it starts off relatively well as you said the sort of there's an apprenticeship angle on it there to keep the young players and for context of where rovers were at that time post sort of enjoying a really successful spell under Liam Tui in the 60s and then sort of just towards the 70s or the beginning of that it all sort of goes belly up and and um, they're on a fairly barren run without without picking up um, anything. Yeah, well they um, did They the like league cup. Well, they last know,
1: Giles? won a last won a league in 1964. Yeah, I think
0: um, they got a, a league cup. Was it two years before John Giles came in? Yeah. So that would have been, you know, you know, one of few achievements in that time. And no European football since, as I said, 1969 or something to that effect. So, as you said, Giles comes in into that sort of um, landscape with this grand idea of essentially internationally we're strong enough I mean he's Ireland manager at this time for people who don't know as well yeah, you know he's Ireland player manager and Rovers player and manager and Rovers player yeah. manager um, and at this time as I said he, he's thinking look we're Ireland we're strong enough we've put it up um, against France and the likes and whatever the, the most recent tournament would have been at that point and he had probably seen a few improvements um, that decade under himself too, in terms of at the early stages of that decade, I suppose um, he, he's thinking, stop those players leaving. We're sorted, but maybe without knowing the landscape of the league, which comes back to bite him, is that is that the kind of feeling that you get from looking back at this?
1: Well, they they started well with winning that that cup in um, nineteen seventy eight, and I think that that's, uh like in the league. The big thing was they just they drew too many games. There seems to have been a a, a fear of losing away from home, so they were mm. quite happy to get draws away from home. Like in the thirty games in the seventy seven seventy eight season, there was twelve twelve draws, and they finished fourth, four points behind um, champions Bohemians. But they did win the cup in seventy eight, which was the twenty first cup win for a rover. So the mm. first time the, the hoops had won it since the six in a row, which had uh, the last win was in in sixty nine, and. Ray Tracy got the the winner, the winner that day. It was quite a controversial uh, FA Cup FAI Cup final, and it's one where um, you know Sligo Rovers don't tend to like Shamrock Rovers, and a lot of that is due to this controversial uh, uh, cup final because the referee John Carpenter he um, played four minutes of injury time in. The first half and awarded a, a penalty when uh, Steve Linox got taken down in the box and a story about him
0: to to come in a, to come in a little bit. You mentioned that cup final. I mean, it really probably got us out of hand out of hand as a, a cup final. In code there was a fair bit of controversy. Well, right it now.
1: ended up in court. So yeah, <laughs> the, the Sligo rival manager it was Billy Sinclair and he described the penalty decision as diabolical in the Evening Herald. Uh, quote, the referee decided that game, said Sinclair. I cannot comprehend how he'd cause to play those extra minutes. Um, especially, and then, you know, he was well behind in play and got no indication of the wrongdoing from his linesman. So, um, you know, Carpenter, after the game, defended the additional time, saying it was due to time-wasting. Um, however, the criticism he received the following day, so the referee end up defending his name in court. So what happened was, uh, in the Sligo County Council chamber the following week, a certain councillor um, talked about how it was just ahead of a, a League of Ireland team uh, travelling to Argentina, something I've also written about. But anyway, um, and uh, so the, the councillor said that Sligo had been victimised from the very start of the cup because of all their games were away from home and it was a blatant disgrace, <laughs> he said, in relation to the penalty award. Um, so the Irish press reported on the court case that... Uh, uh, Carpenter claimed in court that I was called a robber and a Judas and some re- people refer to him as a fucking robber uh, <laughs> now the newspaper blanked that a out, but Judas yeah, exactly, as well, yeah. so the referee sought £2,000 worth of damages um, and costs for defamation, the judge determined that Carpenter had not suffered loss and awarded him nominal damages of 25 £25 plus £251 pounds cost so yeah but Great, the Greatest league in the world The greatest league in the world but for if you have a, a Sligo fan of a certain vintage yeah Carpenter's name is not, <laughs> not uh, yeah and, and, and maybe just getting back to so, this, so
0: but Steve Linox won the Is there co- any comment from Giles in this time was Giles called in at all to, no. to court that's a shame but, but the, the whole problem John the, the first year hasn't gone that well, yeah. has it You're but the court. problem
1: is the problem is Sligo's problem because Steve Linox won <laughs> Steve Linox won the penalty and Sean Ryan in his FAI <laughs> Cup book tells a, a, a great story about how um, Lynx had actually been released by Giles at West Brom and uh, when, when Giles Giles's manager and so Linux came to Sligo looking for a gig played pre-season and played well thought this was all good and then uh uh, as Ryan describes. However, his prospects were shattered when, on coming down the stairs from his digs one day, a revolver was thrust into his side and he was bluntly informed we don't <laughs> want your kind here. Oh, sh- so, sh- so, Linox packed his bag and went, uh, went to Dublin. So, by that stage, Giles had taken up the role uh, as Rovers manager <laughs> and he somehow convinced Linox <laughs> that actually this was the place to come and uh, he won the penalty kick. Ray Tracy converted. Shamrock Rovers won their 21st Cup and All seemed well, but uh, that was really the high point of of Giles' time. (laughs) (laughs) The
0: the, the threatening
2: of a player. All right. The Irish manager, Steve Staunton, now he's talking to Tony O'Donoghue. It's coming up. All right, Okay. Uh, Be interesting to hear what he says, actually. I'd be very interested to see what he has to say, but I don't like to see a good... Football man in this situation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's hear what he has to say. He's talking to Tony O'Donoghue. What the cock up this is. Uh, hold I'll come back to the studio. I'm sorry, we have some technical problems. We will sort them out, but we can't sort them out at this particular point in time. See the level and of expectancy? This is a fucking fuck You can see the level of expectancy. When Neymar was shaking up to take that penalty, I thought he was was fucking dreading it. We're We're on air. Oh, we're not, are we? We are. Well, I apologise for that, but obviously... I'm sorry. It didn't exactly should win. All right, let's get our final predictions.
0: That is absolutely fascinating. I mean... I was going to get into his style of play, but it seems like a bit of a come down after uh, an amazing story like that. But let's try anyway. A a lot of criticism, I suppose, came his way, as you mentioned earlier for the away games. This is because they tried to play a methodical, um, maybe, you know, a lot of build-up passing players. You imagine Giles would have, as he probably tried to do with a lot of his, um, you know, Republic of Ireland players as well. But we mentioned the sort of um, difficulties you would have away. Is it, He kind of embodies now a a person who would tell you you're supposed to adapt to something like that. So I, I imagine this is one of the... I'm sure there's a long list of regrets in terms of this job, but I imagine that's one of them, in that it seems very strange that he wouldn't change his style of play, considering he wasn't exactly, you know... This wasn't all John Giles could do. John Giles could throw a dig if he wanted as well. He could go down and battle with you. So I'm quite surprised that this awaiting was such a such a big, big problem for a John Giles team. The,
1: the reports just seem to be that they passed and passed and passed to death. Um, the goalkeeping back pass, you can imagine the time wasting well, that would have yeah. gone on at the time. They were very, very predictable and, and conservative. So that was the, that seemed to be the, the style of play. And I also think there's probably... There's probably a bit of begrudgery about it. Um, oh, yeah, we'll like we get
0: on to the begrudgery later. Because, because we a love a bit of begrudgery oh, yeah, yeah, in the League of Ireland. Yeah. Um, and well, it was. There was a lot of looking at, you know, who's this lad thinking he is coming back. But you would think the, the good feeling towards Giles being such a phenomenal player and sort of residing over a little bit of an upturn in Ireland's forms, as I said. You know, the results were poor, though, as I remind you. Yeah, well, they, yeah, they were. But certainly before that, they'd probably been even even worse you they know what were, I mean yeah. um, so I, I would have thought there's a little bit but just back to I suppose that first season or sec, first couple of years in charge returning them to Europe you would have maybe got a little bit of kudos for that um, they would have beaten Apoel FC and then gone out to I think it was Ostrava um, shortly after that I think it's just after the second season in charge so no real shame there they they would have done well enough um, Consider Ostrava would have done well enough in that tournament by the looks of it I'm, I'm Interested at these points, I suppose, what the the crowds and what the, the people watching would have been like. And, and as you said, a lot of it seemed to be very snipey. And the crowds didn't really seem to improve around that time, which is, again, probably probably interesting enough. Um, one of the standouts, I suppose, we better get on to a couple of the highlights. You mentioned the FAI Cup. I think it was the third season they got to second in the league. And then that standout sort of 7-0 European win against Reykjavik, um, which, again a League of Ireland team winning 7-0
1: well I, th- I think it may have been the first time that a, a League of Ireland
0: had won home and away Yeah. And, um, 7-0 in aggregate I yeah. should say so it wasn't a 7-0 win but a 7-0 over aggregate um, win is probably one of the highlights as you said it, it's I, it, you'd be hard pushed to find a higher scoring European leg for an Irish team I suppose 81 to 83 seasons I have a question about that for you Dar, because I didn't quite relo- realise when we were doing this it was such a big crossover with John Jaws' time at the Vancouver Whitecaps, as there, you know, as there was. I thought towards the end he'd gone off to Vancouver Whitecaps, and maybe took some flack. It was About two years.
1: Yeah. So he he, the in seventy nine eighty he got an ankle injury which kept him out of the team for, for most He's of the a season. a Manager. <laughs> I know. Yeah. But 80-81 was the last season that he that he that he played, um, and then he was international manager until March of nineteen eighty. But um, he he seemed to like to double it keep, job, so to keep
0: him out of playing for Ireland, <laughs> that yeah. would have been turning up for his country, that was club kind of thing. So
1: so he swapped being manager of Ireland for being uh, Vancouver Whitecaps. So yeah, manager.
0: Which again, I mean, we talked about the begrudgers at that point spending. Could you say the off season? Well, it, With it Vancouver. There it was an overlap, be. right? Yeah, so there, there was go. an overlap. Oh, I mean,
1: yeah, and then he brought players. So Pierce O'Leary, David O'Leary's brother, was was part of that Roverside, and then he went to Vancouver, which Isles. Do
0: you think it reflects poorly on him that they won the league the year after he left? Yes. <laughs> that was a loaded question. Um, yeah, I, I, let's get on to the begrudgery then, because I mean that's where we're, we've sort of alluded to bits and pieces of it here and there um, ultimately to me that, that last couple of years if he's going to Vancouver it just looks like he's losing interest he realises the project isn't working and part of that might be he lost one of his uh, lieutenants as you mentioned Eamon Dunphy right at the start um, Yeah
1: and and I did hear one of the his teammates on the the East Stand podcast you know being quite critical of Dunphy you know Dunphy was a senior player but the, the criticism was he wasn't overly helpful to young players coming through but maybe he he kind of saw his career in journalism ahead.
0: Has Eamon Dunphy ever been helpful to young players coming through?
1: Well, I don't know. If you, you, you read only
0: a game. Yeah, I, I you tried, tried to. You to. I just read. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even speed read. I put it down. I was getting very bored of it, to be honest. As I said, it's the, it's the diary element, but it's also how much crack they are and how their manager or assistant manager is. But the joke on it, was like, that's some class bullying there, Eamon. It's a great book, though. Okay, fair enough. Well, you should have put it in invent, the book.
3: Bu- invented the sports autobiography, yeah, so give well, a bit of credit. Fair enough. But it, well,
1: I, it's not the best book on Millwall. Actually, one of the best <laughs> football books. <laughs> ever What I've ever read is actually Michael Calvin's book, Family, oh, Life, yeah. Death and, uh, and Football, which is a season where Calvin was embedded in the dressing room. Um, I think I've recommended it before, but a uh, like, uh, really, really interesting uh, season with Millwall.
3: Has anybody ever read uh, dealt... Don't Dunphy a bigger insult than not even the best book about Millwall <laughs>
0: <laughs> let's talk about Dunphy at the time then I, I have a quote from him here I thought about it for 12 months but then I got out 12 months it took him to come to the decision to leave pick that wage up for yeah, 12 for months 12 yeah for 12 months and Rovers the, were irony, r- the irony about what you say there the next line there were players robbing us Putting in for overtime, they never had to play <laughs> matches.
1: Because <laughs> I, I think the setup was pretty much full time. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: yeah. what, as you were saying, this kind of a, a borderline full time uh, setup there. Giles, according to Dunvey, Giles had had to put up with an awful stuff for the players uh, by other people, by other clubs. There was jealousy. The press was hostile. The schoolboy leagues were hostile. They wouldn't even let us play in their top league. It was hopeless. Uh, they wanted to keep us down at their level. So on, so on, so on. Could, I even gave my, gave my FAI Cup uh, winners medal away after we won the FA Cup in our first season. I didn't think nothing of it. I utter contempt for them I've never been back to a League of Ireland ground since
1: yeah and and <laughs> like it is the, like he, he's never shown any
0: have you seen Stephen Kenny's Dundalk maybe Stephen Kenny should be Ireland no, manager the great no, man's no. words um, but no some some it, it shows you the insight into look they would have been close to the time Giles and Dunphy that's a year or two you know we're talking yeah. about his feelings at that point about a year in so yeah I, I think the project may have been doomed very early and uh, that's where it led to the, the Vancouver uh, Whitecaps thing. A lot of it strikes me as naivety from Giles or Dunphy or whoever was involved at the time, sort of this let's all pull together for our success attitude. Um, You know, it's not offering everyone a slice of the pie. It's sort of, take a look at Dundalk now. We'll be successful and success will follow is the, the plan that they seem to have had. Does that Has that been the case anywhere? You look at your Barcelona's and Madrid's and you just get more and more powerful and more and more money and the teams around them are just constantly kept down until they do something of, yeah, of like value the, themselves. Well,
1: but Giles, when he came in, talked about putting together a team that would compete to win a trophy in, in Europe. But, yeah, that, of, that looks really naive now. He, he uh, kind of...
0: He, again, I think on Off the Ball in 2016, he was on it and he sort of said those comments were a load of crap it was more I was sort of trying to put out the idea of how high we could reach if we got to our peak but as you said it still looks naive it it just I'm not quite sure how that system of bringing you know uh, A-lister in in you know totally control of the club I'm not really sure how it ever really works because it's totally ignoring the fact that he had you know little to no League of Ireland experience of the background of how to deal with these players of how to deal with pitches I mean you know what I mean? He mustn't have been scouting games down the line. I think he, there's a quote from him at some point where he says, you know, one of the elements for me, like one of the, the my weak points was knowing what the opposition looked like. And you're like, that's a basic part of the job, that is. You, you have to know who you're going up against this weekend. Well, did they have scouts at the time? Maybe not. What were all the lads doing? Send Dunphy down to watch a game. You know what I mean? Just, it, it smacks of... Um, you know, as I said at the, the start, and I'm I'm sort of joking in the way that John Giles always has a called football, non football people, and it does just smack of that kind of thing of not really thinking outside of the game is played this way and it'll see us through.
3: Uh, it's interesting you kind of accuse him of naivety there, isn't it? The, the biggest crime in football, according to John Giles? Yeah.
0: Naivety. Well, this is what I mean. I, 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 think it's, I think it's quite. Through John Giles' lens, I could see why this would work. But I think ultimately, we're looking at years and years of League of Ireland football after. And the idea that one team under one celebrity being successful could spark a sort of revolution in in the league is just unfathomable now.
3: Yeah, I think it's uh, McDarrah kind of nailed it. I think, um, you know, it, it was an idea that was ahead of its time, but you probably nailed it as well that he didn't really didn't have the tools or maybe didn't have the right job description to actually do it properly and uh, as mcdarra mentioned as well you know if you're playing on a cabbage patch every second week it's kind of a uh, it's very difficult to, to develop those sort of principles and i suppose what, what we have now is we have a you know a handful of very decent grounds and obviously places like Rovers now have their own outstanding training facilities and maybe that's a bit more possible now but yeah it's kind of um i suppose it's a uh, what, nearly 40 years down the line and it's kind of finally <laughs> bearing <Yeah>. so <laughs> thanks Johnny <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I just wanted to detract from your or take away from your uh, claims of begrudgery and I'm giving them full credit for the the entire Shamrock Rovers academy and by extension all the transfer <laughs> fees involved <laughs>
0: And then with a little Giles quote on what you said there We got Milltown in very good condition uh, But we went to Limerick one day And looking at the pitch We noticed half of the pitch was rolled And the other half was not rolled The fella fella says The roller broke down this morning I said You've had two weeks to do this Then I became a pain in the backside Because I was always complaining about the ground It's as good for one as it is for the other And all that carry on (laughs)